Hi guys, it's been a minute. I'm really sorry. I'm not sure if I even uploaded recently and if I did, if I explained. But um, yeah, I'm still teacher training till June, so this is going to be very sporadic upload. So yeah, I apologise. Um, I've just been super ill as well. You can probably hear it in my voice literally since started teaching. I've just been ill all the time. Um, it absolutely sucks. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just sound bad because I'm still, you know, getting over that. Um, most recent bout of illness that I've had. Um, just been in a school. Um, so yeah, but I just wanted to pop on, say hi, talk about maybe a little bit about what I've been doing. Um, just, yeah, and about maybe life a little bit, so that's what I'm gonna do I think um so first of all I think maybe I'll explain a bit more about what they expect from you on my course so for me I did my undergraduate degree during COVID-19 lockdown so you know that was quite hard I did that from 2018 to 2021 so literally like right slap bang when it started um and then pretty much finished it like when it was ending um sort of so yeah it was definitely not the experience that I signed up for not that that's anybody's fault of course um yeah it was definitely not what I'd hoped you know um I probably spent like the first year actually on campus and then because of I went to the University of Worcester so traveling there was quite difficult because Worcester floods really 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 badly so there was horrific flooding I'm sure if you google it on like BBC news you'll probably find pictures and stuff but in that kind of start of the year where we had lockdown um it was um also it's 2019 to 2021 I don't know why I said 2018 it wasn't four years it was three years I don't know it felt like a million years but basically I couldn't get in the first like the first half of that year because of the flooding um there was another way around into the town because basically there's a bridge and like where I was coming from I was on the other side of the bridge and my campus is on the opposite side so I couldn't get over because of the flooding and I couldn't go around because of all the traffic so I ended up missing like a huge proportion of the first year and then lockdown hit and I had to do everything from home so I ended up you know graduating with honours and everything and I passed fine um and I got a 2-2 so a lower second class which I feel like definitely was uh, like my grade was impacted by my circumstances you know um but yeah, so it was a bit of a difficult one, um, and I wasn't really sure what I was going to do afterwards, but I ended up applying to this teacher training course, so this is a postgraduate course, it's academically it's a year long, but in real terms it's September to June, so it's not really a year, um, but yeah, it's an academic year long, so the university that I'm at, they want you to um train with them on this course which is called a pg diped so this offers you extra credits to basically kind of fast track you onto their master's program so instead of offering a standard pgce which is what teachers get when they do that qualification you've got all this extra work to do in order to get onto the master's program 
Um, not really sure still, like, why they don't offer the PGC as well, you know, but it's whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I've it's now April, so I've been on it since September, and you get given two different schools to work in. So, when I joined, I was used to being a student. The idea of, like, placement schools was absolutely terrifying to me, you know, and I was like, oh, God, I'm not looking forward to it, you know, whereas now, I can't imagine, like, you know, not doing that so yeah my first school was in Birmingham like in the city which was um fine it wasn't that far away for from my house but it was enough because I had to go down the Bristol Road which is like if you live in town then you'll know in Birmingham then you'll know that that's a bit of a sucky road when there's traffic and without traffic to be honest but so yeah it would take me a little while to get there but it was a standard comprehensive school um, I really love my time there, you know, it was a really fab school, it's a fairly new school as well, so the building was beautifully done, um, you know, they'd got staff that were really passionate about their jobs, and, you know, yeah, so it was all really, really good, and then I left there, because we only spend four months at each placement, so I'm currently at my second school, which is much closer to where I live now, um, and, you know, it's not the same as the you know the school before which is what they try and do they try and differentiate your experiences or so they say um so this is a high school so in this area they do a lower school middle school and a high school so the high school is only year nine to year 11 uh, and then they do have a sixth form on top of that so yeah it's very different um I'm also really enjoying my time at this school you know in terms of the actual you know the building's really old it's like a 1970s building but otherwise like you know it just feels very kind of natural you know the school's really nice you know so um yeah the staff are good and you know so yeah I'm really lucky I've had two really you know positive experiences so that's what happens on the course in terms of the actual study you're expected to do four different research-based assignments which are each 3,000 words and they pretty much I think all of them maybe except the first one come with what's called a module task so you do a separate task as well so you are expected to have study time uh learning about you know like what's expected of you, of you as a teacher you know like teaching standards and all that kind of stuff you know so for me I do secondary history so I'm training to work in a secondary school which will enable me to also work in a middle school and I'm pretty sure we can work in primary as well you know so if you do a primary qualification you can't work in a secondary school whereas you can the other way around so yeah um and history is my subject so you know I'm a classroom teacher so I'm subject specific and I do history um you know so there there's that and you learn kind of like you know your subject in the school what things do you'll be looking at in the curriculum and all this stuff that a lot of people find very boring um but yeah so you have four assignments and I have just handed in my third one um I passed my first one so you, the minimum pass mark is 50 um so I passed my first assignment fine um my second assignment I failed by like five marks um so they were like oh you know just redo these bits because basically you get given an overall question but you have to come up with your research specific question um relating to your subject so the second one they were like redo it and you'll be fine so I did and then I uploaded the wrong uh file because you know 
just like oh god so much stress and memory sticks and a broken laptop and it was just all over the place and like so many different things happening all at once so I uploaded the wrong file so I'm currently trying to get them to open up the folder again so that I can try and upload the um resubmission because otherwise I basically just failed um you know so I'll come on to what happens you know if that happens um but yeah, so third one I've uploaded, I personally think this is my best so far. I'm really hoping it is. I'm quite pleased with it. I really enjoyed the actual question. Um, it was about meeting the needs of learners within um, SEND, which is Special Educational Needs and Disabilities. And I chose to focus on ADHD. And then obviously I have to link it to history as well. Um, so yeah, then we have the fourth assignment, which has been opened up for us to look at now, which I've just not done because we've got two weeks off for Easter. You know, so I'm trying to just get back to being a li little bit less on the horizon I'm having a mental breakdown and I'll explain why in a minute <laughs> so yes but so essentially what I understand is that if you fail two of the assignments because you have to pass all four in order to get the PG dip ed but if you only if you pass two you can still get the PGCE so they'll basically drop you down to less credits but ultimately it doesn't I mean it doesn't really mean anything you know like when you're employed or they schools want you to have is the qualification of PGCA at least that's your QTS your qualified teacher status that's what you need in order to teach so yeah um would I recommend this course I think if you are definitely like you know wanting to pursue hefty research and hefty assignments alongside actually doing placement then yeah absolutely go for it you know like my actual lecturer and stuff like is fabulous um but I'd say if you are like me and you struggle quite a bit with um, writing, like in terms of, uh, you know, like postgraduate level writing, because writing is fine for me. But, you know, in terms of like research based case study assignments, I struggle a bit. So I think if you're like me, maybe potentially consider your options, because I think, you know, if this I would still have come to the university I'm at. And I'm very grateful for being accepted onto the course. But I think for me, it's proven to me that maybe it's a little bit harder than I anticipated. Um, I really thought like my undergraduate was the hardest thing I'd ever done, but no. <laughs> so um, um, luckily for me as well, you know, I don't know about other courses. I'm sure they do do this. But for history, we do go on, you know, like actual trips out um, as a group which is really really nice we went to um the back-to-backs in Birmingham we went to Kenilworth Castle in Warwickshire um I, <coughs> excuse me I've never been to the back-to-backs um so that was really interesting for me because I in my first school I actually taught the OCR board of um you know uh, people's health and back-to-backs is something that we look at and then so at the moment I'm teaching at Excel um, you know and they do do me medicine through time but I wasn't there for when they did that at my school so you know it was just really informative you know it was really good to look at Kenilworth Castle I grew up going there you know because it's it's not close by but it's you know not far so from me um, I'm the house I used to live in you know, so that was, that was fine, I, but it was really good to see it, you know, with a tour guide, you know, we got the whole grounds to ourselves, like, it was really, really, really good, um, yeah, and I've made some really nice friends on the course, you know, so it's, it's been really positive in that regard, um, in terms of, um, what to expect with finances and, you know, who to talk to, 
every university is very different people do ask you know could you get a job alongside this they recommend if you have the option not to then don't because it is so intense I am very privileged because I am in a position where I live with my family and I don't have to work because I can do this course you know and not have to worry about that which is I'm in a very lucky position a lot of people don't have that choice um so I think again if you're looking into this maybe go for the PGCE if you have to work as well because you know it is such like this will take over your whole life <laughs> no exaggeration it is a lifestyle I think that's what a lot of people fail to mention and also I'm only talking from my experience and taking into account what other teachers I have worked with and my friends and stuff have said but teaching is a lifestyle rather than you know it's not like you know a nine to five you go into an office and you do your work there and you don't take anything home this is a lot and I'm not saying my stance on striking because it's not really relevant and also I can't strike as a student teacher but this is why a lot of teachers are on strike at the moment because the pay hasn't gone up in so long and obviously we have massive inflation at the moment so a lot of teachers are pissed because basically your whole life is teaching like we even as student teachers you take your um your teaching work home um at least everybody I know does you know so obviously I've known people that stay to work and they don't take it home you know and I've known teachers to you know do what they need to do and then go home and they don't think about it you know but those I've those have only been like a couple of people um you know most people stay either really late or they take stuff home you know or they're just perpetually stressed essentially um not trying to put you off but I think you need to be realistic when you're talking about this like this is the hardest thing I have ever done in my life you know so it's like you know it's it's not something to go into thinking it's just going to be like you know easy peasy you've done really well at a level for example you've done really good at uni that's fab but like this like you don't really have any free time people talk about the holidays and the time off that schools get and I understand, you know, from the outside that it does look like a lot. However, because we take all our work home, like I wake up at six o'clock and every school has a different timing. So my last school I got there for, I think it was, uh, it started at like 10 to nine and then we, it's finished at 4.30. This school I get there and it fi- it starts at uh, about kind of 25 to nine. 10 I don't really know I probably should know that but you know it's just not really something I pay attention to I just kind of get there so early I don't really know um and then we finish at three o'clock but for me I wake up at six o'clock I usually stay in school till six o'clock I've actually stayed in school and been the last staff member in the school apart from the cleaners and the caretakers who are actually leaving and the school is in darkness they've left the alarms off for me so that they can alarm it like much later on because they have like a separate sports studio that opens till late so they'll come and do it so they basically left me in the school alone once which you know it sounds crazy but like this is the amount of work that I had to do so you know I don't get back till you know probably like six o'clock most days you know and then you've got to kind of unwind you've got to have some food you've got to shower you've got you know what I mean so by that time you're just like absolutely exhausted when I first started teaching I used to pass out of sleep at like you know god when I got home 
like half five and then it started being later like seven or eight o'clock but I've had to like train myself essentially you know to not do that because you're just so exhausted but you kind of just run on coffee (laughs) um I think you develop like a a vice to keep you going so a lot of people it's I've seen you know it's been smoking or it's been coffee or energy drinks you know and stuff like that but I mean don't get me wrong you know not everybody is like this but this is you know what I have seen so yeah um the time off we get is a culmination of all the days off that you know like normal people a normal quote normal job would get um so considering that your job is your life um you get you know a big summer holiday because you know you've been waiting you do get half terms but during those half terms school doesn't open we still do work like we still have to do you know lessons and um training and you know all this kind of stuff so you know it's not really time off um but yeah so those are just some of the more boring bits I guess so moving on to um you know my life I guess to explain why I've been a bit absent um I'm actually um I've last year in July I went to the doctor and was like you know I've been thinking about this for a really long time and I've had mixed um opinions from people I actually know in person but I would like to talk to you about the chances of maybe getting screened for ADHD this is not something that you know I just went and said and you know they were like yeah yeah sure whatever because I knew that it would be a long wait um so I did like a questionnaire at my GP you know like they'd ask me questions you know and I'd have to just answer with whatever came to the truth that came to mind first you know and at the end they were like yeah we do think that you need to be referred so I'm still waiting to see somebody um you know it's been since July so coming up on nearly like a year practically um but the I don't say I've got ADHD because obviously I've not been diagnosed with that it's just a suspected thing at the moment but the criteria that I filled like that I fit all those symptoms and traits they've made this study and this course so incredibly hard um you know it's it's been really really difficult I actually spoke to the admissions people at the school of education where I'm at at my university and thankfully the guy there was so understanding and he was like you will get extra time because essentially you get what's called a reasonable adjustment plan so that is where you have your kind of mental well-being and your physical well-being taken into account when you do things such as these assignments they see if you need extra time or if you need extra provisions you know stuff like that so essentially I get five extra days I just have to try and you know submit the form to ask for it I don't just get given it but essentially what he he understands and he listened to me and that was something I was really grateful for because he actually listened to me and heard what I was saying and it's not that I don't care because I care massively you know it's just having these traits have has made it unbelievably difficult to do such tight deadlines you know and stuff like that and it's not an excuse that's the last thing I want it to sound like um you know it's not something I feel comfortable talking about it on here because this is my podcast you know and I don't know who listens to it but you know I'm assuming I don't know you anyway but you know it's like it's just it's very very hard to function as quote normally as possible um when you've got 
all these kind of you know these symptoms arising and I say that because when I was younger it definitely you know these traits came out very differently in me whereas you know since um probably since university really um the and it's not like I've just moved out and I'm struggling to live alone because as I say I've never moved out you know I still live with my family you know so that hasn't changed it's just you know coming into adulthood my traits that fill this criteria of ADHD they've come out you know in a very different way and I'm still trying to adjust to you know that side of things which you know I'm not trying to justify it like I'm not lying you know this is my life you know and I don't want to be I don't want to be emotional. Why am I being emotional for? (sighs) Stop. (laughs) Right, so I'm not using it as an excuse because this is really hard for me. Why am I getting upset? You know, but it's like, just being honest, like, I think if you are in my position or if you have ADHD, I think that you need to be mindful that this is a very, 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 very challenging thing to take on you can do it (laughs) i'm proof that you can as far as i've got you know but it's something to take keep in mind um what's another thing i think another thing is the strikes and stuff has have severely impacted um you know like training and experience within school um not like regardless of if i support it or not you know it's just it has impacted that time um you know what else I mean there's been so much going on um my so essentially my nan I don't know if I said this but my nan my dad's mom she had a quite a big stroke um just before Christmas we had our annual like family Christmas party cancelled you know obviously um unfortunately I haven't actually seen her like at all you know, but I've been in communication with her, you know, over texts and stuff, but, so that's been quite difficult, you know, because that has obviously, like, massively impacted our family, you know, because we, you know, obviously care about her, um, and are trying to focus on, you know, getting her better and feeling well and, you know, trying to avoid the chances of it happening again, like, and her being alone like she was before. Um, I think, secondly, the thing that's at the moment causing me a lot of um again I'm getting upset oh my god I've literally just done my makeup I do not want to cry right now you know but um something that's really impacting our family at the moment is that um my granddad so my mom's dad you know he um he was quite forgetful you know anyway like my mom's very forgetful I think it's just something that's that's like genetic but he started kind of making no sense when he was talking and like even he knew that this was happening so he went to the doctor and long story short um you know he got put in hospital he's in hospital at the moment he's had MRIs and whatnot because he had um a type of I don't know if he'd want me to say where it was but he had a type of cancer and he was in remission from that he got that sorted but the hospital was saying oh there's a potential that he's had he's had like a little stroke now they're saying that that might not be it and that his the cancer might have gone to his brain i have no idea what's happening but he's on medication to relieve the pressure from his brain and that's really helped um but yeah so he's got a lumbar puncture on saturday it's currently thursday no yes it is currently thursday um but yeah he's got a lumbar puncture which if you don't know what that is it's where they kind of take fluid out of your spine 
um, and it's meant to be pretty horrible, you know, so if you can, if you pray, or if you've just got well wishes, I'd really appreciate you sending those for my granddad, because he just spent his 80th birthday last week in the hospital, um, basically alone, (laughs) without, like, obviously my mum was there and stuff, you know, because you're only allowed two visitors at a time, you know, so again, I haven't seen my granddad, and I'm extremely close to my granddad, and I haven't seen him yet, because of the, you know, hospital rules and stuff, and being at school, you know, and also my granddad's immune system's quite low anyway, so I never, like, I've, because I've been ill, I've tried not to go in and, you know, make him ill, because that would be, like, the worst thing to do, so yeah, all of these things, I guess, have been really, 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 um, putting me in a bad place at the moment, for example, my, skin is normally clear and I've got really bad spots at the minute you know which is a sign to me that I know that I'm incredibly stressed um you know so I think I don't really know why I'm telling you this I think it's just to put it out there and show that you know I don't know I guess it's kind of like a release in a way you know um because I can always take this off my account if I feel like it's too personal you know um but in terms of positive, let's try and be positive, so I bought a book, which I did an A-level in philosophy, religion, and ethics, my, so when I went, they picked the focus, so they chose Hinduism as the focus, which I loved, I got an A-star, I loved it, you know, um, but I I really wanted to do Buddhism at the time, so for years, I was like, I'll do that on, on my own, like I'll buy the textbook I never did that but because um my mum's side of the family have you know I have Jewish heritage and I'm very you know interested in that so I bought a book I bought the textbook the Wojcik board textbook on Judaism um the first part and you know I bought like you know one of the um pucker pads and like I've been you know doing that and like I guess I'd be like almost fit to sit the bloody exam by the end of this you know but that's like my own personal time doing that I bought a book as well um called All Your Perfects I think by Colleen Hoover um I know that she's you know like it's gone viral like you know all her stuff um so I bought a book because I wanted to start you know like book annotating so I did this for A level because I also did um an A level in English literature and I had another one in history because I did three so at English Lit I did um The Kite Runner and I did um A Doll's House by Henrik Ibsen and I did other stuff but you know oh I had a poetry anthology and stuff which I loved you know, so when you look at those books now, they're, like, full of annotations, you know, and it was just, like, it would be, it's nice for me to, you know, sit down and, like, spend time with a book, because I never liked the idea of, you know, like, writing in one, which I know you can get post-its and stuff, which I probably should do, but it's a bit late now, because I've actually written in the book, but, you know, it's just been really fun to, you know, like, write down thoughts as you go along, you know, and, like, highlight the bits, and, you know, it just looks fun, and, you know, I don't know, it's just a bit fun, you know, it's something to do um what else I've got a little diary actually you know where I put down um from teaching um I put the date like and I've essentially put down how I'm feeling because it's so intense on placement I wanted somewhere to like put my thoughts so I was recommended to you know have a little like teacher mood diary so I start off with um the negatives and then I finish with positives um you know and that's that's been really really helpful because it means I don't fill up my own personal diary with all these feelings you know but like it 
it allows me to put it somewhere you know so uh so that's been that's been good um i have far too many books i'm actually reading um victor klemperer's diaries 1933 i think is it 35 um if you don't know victor klemperer was um a jewish man who lived through um world war Two and the rise of nazism and things like that and so for me like i've i was reckon well my favorite university prof- uh, lecturer um he you know like raved about klemperer's diaries and i always thought you know i want to read those you know so i've actually loaned it out from my uni library but i've barely got anywhere with it because i've just been so incredibly busy which i'm gutted about because i'm gonna have to give the book back and i won't have finished it. i know i won't you know um i think another thing that i should probably say and just be honest about is that i've played a disgusting amount of sims which i know sounds like hilarious you know but um i've just been so overwhelmed like sims is like my outlet because i love to build the houses and stuff you know and create the people to put in them and then i don't really play them i just kind of leave them you know but like literally i've spent so many hours on sims which i know is terrible um you know genshin still play genshin not as much as i used to because sims has like kind of taken that place but you know i like wailed for shenha which is terrible um this is an example of my like really bad impulsivity which i kind of black out and got uh, when i have my impulsive phases i like kind of don't really remember doing it you know and it really impacts me financially hence wailing for shenha which i wish that i hadn't done but say lovey um you know so yeah i also forgot to mention that when i when you do teacher training you have to do pshe which is like you know personal social health um like education sex and relationships you know stuff like that um and you have to do you know like this whole different folder on that which is another added thing that you get marked on which i forgot to mention but no matter what subject you choose to do you have to do that as well um you know so yeah um it's been pretty wild i'm hoping for this year i can pass and i don't care what grade i get i just want to pass and get my qts even if it's just a pgc and not the pg diped i don't care i just want it (laughs) i'm hoping i'll get a job and be an ect an early career teacher and i can do that and it'll be good i'm hoping that we can me and my partner kieran can start really seriously looking at houses to rent you know and move out um because we want to rent before you know we actually buy just because you know just kind of made more sense to us i guess you know and um i want to get uh tattoos again like i'm not it's been like a year or two nearly two years since i got my ribs done you know so i'd like to you know like have more i really need to cover up as well um which i need to do um what else i'd like to we're going away so we went to the peak district last year um and we had a really great time so we've actually gone back to the same place just like they have a complex of um accommodation so we've just booked a different area you know so we are going to do that in august which is really nice and then i have got a surprise thing for kieran's birthday um but i'm not going to say it just he doesn't listen to these but just in case he does i'm not going to say it you know so yeah 
um what else oh yeah this is really boring but i took out my day piercing which i was absolutely gutted about um but it really wasn't healing i had like really bad pressure bumps um that weren't going away you know they were just getting worse so i took it out and it closed up literally immediately and it's been fine since but honestly it was so bad and i was so good because i love day piercings but it just wasn't meant to be i don't think you know so my wisdom teeth are also killing me um but you know that's how it is i guess um you know so yeah lots of sadness in my life at the moment but also lots of positives that i think are important to focus on but yeah i just thought this could be a little you know like catch up talk about my play like my course you know and i don't know i might decide this is way too personal but if you've made it this far thank you so much for listening i appreciate you so much um and hopefully i will speak to you not in like a year's time but soon okay all right then lots of love take care of yourselves bye